When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is Chevron stock a smart buy right now? That's the big question we're tackling today. Welcome to Global Value. And in this video, we're going to dive deep into a thorough analysis of Chevron CVX stock. Emulating none other than Warren Buffett, a Chevron shareholder and one of the greatest investors of all time. We'll scrutinize the key numbers that Buffett values most, and then we'll calculate three different fair values for Chevron to really understand what it's worth in today's market. Make sure you stay with me till the end because our combined fair value and rating might just take you by surprise. And there's more. I'll also reveal a crucial bonus metric that could be the deciding factor when adding CVX stock to your portfolio. So is Chevron a golden opportunity waiting to be seized? Let's find out together. Right now, Chevron trades for $145.56 per share. Year-to-date, they trailed the market. Their stock price is down 16%, while the S&P 500 is up more than 15%. But that's not all for shareholders. Right now, Chevron pays a huge 4.1% dividend yield. That's way above the yield from the S&P 500. What's even better is that Chevron's a dividend aristocrat. They've grown their dividends in each of the last 36 years. So their dividends are added to their returns in their stock. In the last five years, it's a different story. Chevron has compounded at 5.5% annually. In the last 10 years, they compound at just 1.5% annually. They're up 18% overall. When we go back before the global financial crisis, Chevron has compounded at 6% annually. Keep in mind, we'd add their dividends to this as well. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Chevron? Right now, the company trades just $3 above its 52-week lows. They're down $43 from their 52-week high. There's not much short interest in the company with just 1% of their shares sold short. And how big is Chevron? They're huge. As one of the largest oil companies in the world, they have a $274 billion market cap. So what does Chevron actually do? Chevron is an integrated energy company with exploration, production, and refining operations worldwide. It's the second largest oil company in the United States, with production of 3 million barrels of oil equivalent a day, including 7.7 million cubic feet a day of natural gas and 1.7 million barrels of liquids a day. Production activities take place in North America, South America, Europe, Africa, Asia, and Australia. Its refineries are in the United States and Asia for total refining capacity of 1.8 million barrels of oil a day. Proven reserves at year-end 2022 stood at 11.2 billion barrels of oil equivalent, including 6.1 billion barrels of liquids and 30.9 trillion cubic feet of natural gas. The company made headlines recently when they announced that they're acquiring oil and gas company Hess for $53 billion in an all-stock deal. This came less than two weeks after their main U.S. rival, ExxonMobil, announced it was acquiring oil company Pioneer Natural Resources 
for $59.5 billion in stock. So both U.S. oil giants are doubling down with big oil acquisitions. Now with that background, let's dive deep into their numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average returns on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A normal business earns 7% returns on capital. When we look for a benchmark that's double this, it can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. Chevron is a cyclical company as an integrated oil and gas giant. Its returns fluctuate with the price of these commodities, mainly with oil. When oil went negative in 2020, their returns on capital went negative as well. Since then, as oil has rebounded, Chevron's returns on capital have rebounded. They earned 20.5% returns in 2022. Yet when these are averaged out, Chevron earns just 7.9% returns on capital in a given year. This balances out their cyclicality. It comes in slightly above average compared to a normal business, yet it's way down from the benchmark we wanted. It's an X on metric number one. It's worth being aware that they still earn high returns on capital today. They earn 15% returns in their last 12 months. Metric number two, we want growth in their sales, earnings, and free cash flow. This is all or nothing. We see the cycle in the oil industry with their numbers in 2020. Their revenues and their earnings came crashing down, yet the company still managed to produce positive free cash flows. Since 2018 until today, the company's sales are up 34%. Their earnings have grown by 72%. These sit at $25.4 billion today. And the company's free cash flows have grown as well. They doubled from 2018 until 2022. Today, these are up around 25%. All three of these are up. It's our first check of the day on metric number two. Metric number three, we want earnings per share growth. This looks at Chevron like an individual shareholder in the company. In this time, we learn their earnings have grown by 72%. Chevron has also slightly bought back shares in their last five years, but this will change with their acquisition for Hess, which was an all-stock deal. Still, even if we include that in, Chevron's earnings growth outpaces their shareholder dilution. It's a check on our third metric. What will the company's numbers look like in the rest of our analysis? Metric number four, we want free cash flow per share growth. This is pretty similar. The difference here is their free cash flows have been positive in all five years. They also haven't grown as fast as their earnings. Still, this growth will outpace their shareholder dilution for Hess. It's another check on metric number four. So far through our first four metrics, we have three checks and only one X for Chevron. Before we look at the company's balance sheet and get into our valuations, why don't we check in on our bonus? Right now, Chevron pays a big 4.1% dividend yield, but is it safe and can it continue to grow, even if they have this historical track record? Those are the questions we're trying to answer through our bonus. We want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. This has been the case in four of the last five years. 2020 was the only exception for the business. While they did have positive free cash flows, they still grew their dividends per share. In all of these other years, Chevron has easily been able to support their dividends. 2022 was really easy for the business to support these, and they still support them by quite a bit today. It's exactly what we want to see. It looks like Chevron's pretty comfortable paying out their dividends, even if the industry is cyclical in nature. Right now, there's nowhere near as much capex in the oil and gas industry as there was during the 2010s. While that could change into the future and the price of oil could be across the board, historically, Chevron's managed itself throughout these cycles. They cover their dividends today, and it looks like these can continue growing into the future. It's what we want to see. This is a check on our bonus. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses and even go broke. In metric number five, we want the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years to be above their net debt. Chevron had a peak net debt position of nearly $43 billion in 2020. Since then, they've been paying down their debts. They ended 2022 with $9.5 billion in net debt. 
Today, this sits at $14.6 billion. In these last five years, they've had positive free cash flows throughout. They also brought in $37.6 billion of free cash flow in 2022 alone. That's huge compared to where their debt is at. When we add up these free cash flows, they bring in $78.6 billion over this time. That easily supports their net debt position today. This is a huge check on metric number five. Chevron looks like it's in a very strong financial position compared to the leverage they use in their business. Now, how much is Chevron potentially worth? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. This is the first of our three valuation methods. It looks at Chevron like it's a private company by adding together their market cap and their net debt position. If this yields higher than 5%, it gives us a slight risk premium compared to the 10-year treasury. Right now, Chevron has nearly a $290 billion enterprise value. In the last five years, we learned they brought in $78.6 billion of free cash flow. This means in an average year, they bring in $15.7 billion. When we divide that by their enterprise value, it gives us a 5.4% average free cash flow yield. That comes in above the risk premium. Currently, Chevron brought in $20.4 billion in their last 12 months. When we divide that by their enterprise value, it gives us a 7% current free cash flow yield. These are both above the 10-year treasury. They're above our risk premium as well. This means on metric number six, it's a check. Don't just run out and go buy the business. We still need to cover our other two valuations before we put these together at the end of our video and reveal Chevron's fair market value. Everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing. This, in my opinion, is the main reason to analyze Chevron. It brings us to use a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on business predictability. Like any model, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're going to start with an average of their free cash flows in their last three years. Free cash flows can be lumpy year to year. That's why it's important to take an average. These last three fiscal years include both a low and a high in 2020 and 2022, respectively. We're then going to assume their average free cash flows grow at 4% annually in each of the next 10 years. Then in the following decade, we'll assume that these grow at 3% annually. We're going to add in Chevron's tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. It's up to you to figure out if these assumptions are accurate or not. This is not financial advice. If we want a market beating 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, at today's valuation multiples, an estimate of Chevron's fair value per share is around $168.5. That's up $23 from their current stock price. Please keep some key points in mind. They have low business predictability, even though they have a storied track record with their dividends. This is because they're a commodity business that operates in a cyclical industry. Also, this discount rate already includes their 4.1% dividend yield. Compared to where they've been at historically in the last decade, Chevron trades at 9 times price-to-owner earnings. This is below their median of 13 times, but above their lowest of just 6 times. The company also trades right at its median enterprise-to-free cash flow over this time. We're also going to take a guru-focused value for Chevron. This uses their business predictability, analyst estimates for the future, and where they've traded compared to their past multiples to give an estimate of their valuation. Right now, this comes in at $174 per share. Keep in mind this is a rough estimate because of their low business predictability. So far, we've covered many of the numbers Warren Buffett cares about, but it's the qualities of a business that are even more important to him. How about we learn what these are for Chevron before we put our valuations together to get their fair market value? We're going to start with a long thesis first. Number one, returns and free cash flow generation should improve thanks to a cap on capital spending and the addition of higher margin production volumes. 
Number two, Chevron's large Permian position is mostly composed of legacy acreage, meaning the firm did not overpay to enter the play. 75% of their acreage has no or a low royalty rate, giving it a cost advantage. Number three, Chevron should realize improved downstream earnings and returns as conditions in its California refineries improve and new chemical production capacity is added via its CP Chem joint venture. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows for the business. Let's look at a short thesis as well. Number one, Chevron's unlikely to ever earn earnings or returns on par with historical averages given past investments and potentially lower oil prices. Number two, Chevron's focus on the Permian for growth could leave it exposed to cost inflation given the high levels of activity in the region relative to other basins. Alternatively, it has a high decline asset that requires high levels of reinvestment. Number three, relatively little investment in new businesses outside hydrocarbons leaves Chevron potentially exposed to value destruction and stranded resources if oil demand falls faster than expected. In addition to Chevron's acquisition of Hess, in August of 2023, it concluded its $6.3 billion acquisition of PDC Energy that expanded its position in both the Permian and DJ basins. Now it's the moment you've been waiting for. Let's put their qualities and their numbers together as we figure out what Chevron may be worth. This far in our analysis of Chevron stock ticker CVX, we learned they go five for six on our select six analysis. They earn just about average returns on capital, but the rest of their numbers look very good. They brought in a ton of free cash flow in their last couple of years. And right now they trade at attractive levels compared to the 10 year treasury. So does Warren Buffett own Chevron? Yeah, it's one of his biggest positions. Right now it makes up 6% of Berkshire Hathaway's portfolio that shows on its 13F. Other value investors have small positions in the company as well. Buffett first bought Chevron in the third quarter of 2020. Every single quarter since then, he's either bought or sold more shares of the business. In the last four quarters, Buffett's been a seller of Chevron, reducing his position by about 2.5% amid a decline in their stock price. Right now, Chevron trades below the price Buffett was last adding into the business in 2022, so he's been far more active trading in and out of Chevron than he has for most businesses. Keep in mind this isn't financial advice. When we put together all our valuation estimates, right now a fair value for Chevron is around $166. Those are near the prices for where they've traded in much of 2023. Buffett added more than 5% to Chevron near where its fair value is at in the first quarter of 2022. When we put everything in our analysis together, Chevron looks like it's potentially an excellent opportunity. If you enjoyed today's CVX stock analysis, like it, subscribe to the channel for more, share your thoughts in the comments below, and watch this next video.